Welcome to Health Profession Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us again. Going to be speaking with Mr. Josh Sweeter this morning, CEO of Infinite Chemical Analysis Labs. He's joining us on the program to talk about the anticipated expansion of the hemp and cannabis industries and a little bit about the new guidelines to regulate the same. He's also going to talk a little bit about a trend that's called lab shopping. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Josh. Thanks for having me, Neil. Uh, excited to be here. Good. Uh, CEO of Infinite Chemical Analysis Labs. Give us a little bit of your uh, professional background and then talk a little bit about the work there at uh, ICAL in cannabis, CBD, and the hemp markets. Yeah, sure. So uh, at Infinite Chemical Analysis Labs, we uh, started out in San Diego um, about uh, five and a half years ago or so. Um, we opened our first lab uh, after grad school. I was a uh, in grad school for chemistry, analytical chemistry, um, I used to develop ionization for sources for mass spectrometers. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot, a lot. But uh, for people that don't know that, just kind of the instruments we use to run the one run cannabis hemp and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a core instrument that's used in analytical chemistry. And then uh, me and my business partner David Morellius kind of were working on a side project, and we decided uh, the the industry needed some help. Um, we we saw a lot of a lot of articles kind of diminishing how, how good chemistry was and analytical chemistry. So we went ahead and uh, we opened a lab out there, about, like I said, five and a half years ago, and uh, we've grown since. Um, our background is chemistry, and uh, the standards we hold in the industry is we always hire uh, science-minded people. So uh, out in San Diego, we have about 60 uh, employees. We're about 90% of them are chemists, and they range from math, uh, Bachelor of Science in Chemistry to PhDs. We have multiple PhDs there. And then we also um, have a lab out in Michigan as well, Jackson, Michigan. We're mm-hmm. a multi-state, and we have about 30 employees out there with the same kind of uh, pedigree. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's been pu- pushing the science for the cannabis and hemp industry. Is the science going to expand the industry, or is the, the consumption going to expand the uh, hemp cannabis industries? I think the science is. I mean, it's so it's, it's, always something new coming out and something inventive. Um, as far as manufacturing science, a lot of the scientists are getting into it. Um, it's not necessarily always the people in the backyard making this stuff anymore. And I, I mean, I appreciate what they did to start this, this community. And a lot of them learned a lot and became very, very educated in this field. And uh, the science, a lot of scientists come into this field as well. And the, they're, they're making strides and uh, great uh, improvements and in, in efficiencies or, or just different types of uh, cannabinoids and looking at different things or manufacturing as well as the analytical side, what we do at infinite chemical analysis labs, we, we, we test for a lot, lots of different things, and we, we provide accurate and precise results, which is very rare in this industry still to this day. Cannabis, CBD, hemp. Obviously, they're a little bit the same, a lot different. Does your lab deal with all of them? So, yeah, cannabis, CBD, and hemp, all, we deal with all of them. And uh, the interesting thing about those markets is as soon as we say, say cannabis or CBD market or hemp, it's realistically you're dealing with every kind of analytical work you can have. So what, what I mean by that, to further elaborate, is if you have cannabis, okay, everyone thinks, okay, cannabis flower or marijuana, right? Um, but in all reality, everyone, as soon as people started making edibles and tinctures and every vape pen and everything else, if you think about it, the diversity of the products we get coming through the door is everything from a, you know, a plant to a tincture to we have suppositories now. Um, there's... There have been vape pens. I mean, there's everything, every kind of edible, brownies, gummies. I mean, people brought in barbecue sauce. Someone tried to bring me a pizza once. I mean, there's <laughs> been a million, million things that, you know, you kind of get categorized, which makes it a very analytical, uh, challenging problem to have. But at the same time, these industries, they're very 
very connected, I would say. But a lot of it is we're looking for potency analysis or cannabinoid concentration in the in these products. But at the same time, the biggest thing we always strive for is public safety at Infinite Chemical Analysis Labs. That's the number one thing why we came into the industry is to make sure the public's safe. If you're consuming something, you should make sure it's not going to hurt you in the long run. It's, you know, it's not necessarily the cannabinoid or cannabinoids should be hurting you. But what happens when they there's someone's using an improper grow or manufacturing, and uh, you're getting a potential uh, carcinogens in your products? Mm. So that's one thing we, we we've strived to given given excellent uh, report rep, reputation for is providing the most accurate and uh, precise results with uh, harmful pesticides and residual solvents and other things that can cause detrimental harm to people. Well, that being said, um, before we talk a bit about the, the safety and quality of the products, who currently regulates these industries with such a, a diverse range of research and products? So that's a, that's been a, the, the exciting kind of part of this industry and also pressing at the same time. For the cannabis industry, when we look at that, each state has their own own regulatory body. So like out in California, we have the Bureau of Cannabis Control. Out in um Michigan, we have the MRA. Um, both of them regulate the cannabis industry, so they have a big job to do with regulating everything from you know seed to sale to testing. And then, as far as CBD and hemp, that's a newer market. So this this is all coming to fruition and now. Right now, currently, like out in uh, in California, every county has their own department that deals with growth and CBD production. So so it gets very very cumbersome and tricky to work with everyone. But at the same time. There's a lot of regulations coming down from the federal government mm-hmm. with hemp, um, and all that's kind of getting sorted out. It takes a lot of time because it's a big project, and it's not the most staff. So I commend all the people working on this, and uh, that's it's kind of a diverse area. And then, of course, you know, cannabis is still federally legal. So technically, the states are regulating, but the the federal government is saying you're not supposed to do that. Um, the hemp market now, the federal government is now saying. Hey, you guys can start doing this and using hemp, and we're gonna. We're, they're starting to make the regulations, and those things are changing, and become, becoming diverse. And uh, hopefully, we're gonna see a lot more changes soon to the regulation. Now, I've heard of doctor shopping. I'm pretty uh, clear on what that means. What is lab shopping? So, lab shopping is. Uh, I mean, primarily seen. It's seen in both hemp, CBD, cannabis, any kind of things like that. What can happen is uh, some of the labs out there were aren't necessarily like-minded like Infinite Chemical Analysis Labs. They're more or less profits over ethics. Mm-hmm. So like I said in the beginning, we started this lab as a public safety lab to make sure people are consuming a product. Let's let's make sure that the medicine is real that people are consuming. Um, there are labs out there that are the here to make money. Um, they heard it's a great idea to become a chemist. And, you know, uh, a guy with a psychology degree now wants to do analytical chemistry. It's mm-hmm. a far-fetched thing to be able to just start saying you can do these things. But with that being said, some of the labs out there will intentionally or unintentionally um, have errors that benefit people. So what I mean by that is, let's say, let's start with cannabinoid concentration. So a common thing in, the, in both the hemp and cannabis industry, uh, people want higher results. What I mean by that is, like, cannabis industry, they want higher THC results. So a vape pen, if I test it, it comes out at 80. Well, there's some labs out there that will test it at 95% mm. THC. So they can sell it for more potentially and uh, they can go around. Uh, same thing with CBD. I mean, we've seen products that have no CBD in it that was being sold on Amazon, but then there, the, it comes with a COA that says it has the CBD, the right, the right concentration. So there's labs out there that'll, that'll produce COAs, uh, certificates of analysis for companies that are just using falsified data. 
And at the same time, this is the problem mainly in the cannabis industry because the hemp industry and the CBD industry has not come up with regulations for safety and compliance. So what I mean by that is we look for pesticides, residual solvents, heavy metals, um, microbial uh, contaminants in cannabis, but we don't do that in hemp. It's not regulated in hemp, which is really a push that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. With that being said, that what happens is some labs can't see a pesticide that, that they actually should be regulating for. So uh, a good example in the cannabis industry, one of the biggest problems in California is chlorophenifer. Chlorophenifer is being analyzed wrong on a lot of, on a lot of instruments, and they're, not, they're missing it. So it'll have two parts per million in it, which is considered extremely dangerous, but a lab will say it's passing. So if you come to my lab and you, you end up seeing, seeing the chlorophenifer in it, well, now you have the opportunity to go test it somewhere else, okay? You go down the road to, to Joe Shack lab, and it has no chlorophenifer now, which it actually does. So then they can lab shop it around to find who's going to call it safe or a higher potency, hmm. which is uh, extremely concerning for the public safety. You mentioned uh, the different regulatory uh, entities in California and uh, Michigan. Obviously, states that are legal have different um, standards, but do the standards kind of at least mirror each other a little bit? Are are they drastically different, causing major confusion, or are there certain guidelines that are pretty concrete across the board? So as far as the two states we're working in, they're they're pretty closely related. Mm-hmm. The, the action levels are a little bit more defined in Michigan. They have a little bit higher. Um, and there's some caution always. California, I felt always in most industries, environmental, food, and ag, has always been on the cautious side, meaning like lower level, lower level action levels or fail levels for products, even out of the cannabis or hemp industry. Um, so that's kind of what you see is like similar, similar regulations. But then there's some states that have very, very loose regulations or different regulations. Some, like an example, we look for 66 pesticides in California and Massachusetts only looks for 10 of them about. Um, so, so it's always interesting what you're seeing is it's semi-diverse. And a lot of it is it feels like the people that are coming online or the states coming online, they're more mimicking the more stringent regulations, which I think are, are important for the public safety. Well, Josh, where can our listeners go and learn more about iCal and the work that you're doing there? Definitely. Uh, you can always check out our website at infinitecal.com. And there's a, during, on that website, there'll be a specification what state you're in. Uh, you can always email us questions at questions at infinitecal.com. And uh, definitely you can find us anywhere, and we're more than happy to chat with people. We, we consult and help anyone uh, figure out this industry or help uh, customers understand better what, what they're consuming. Because where we feel like we're the science, uh, science liaison to an industry that can be complicated. Well, thanks for joining us on the program. It's uh, been a pleasure. Lots of great information. Hoping that you'll uh, come back in the future and um, give us some updates as to uh, how the industry fares. Definitely, Neil. I appreciate you having me on today. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Mr. Josh Schweder, CEO of Infinite Chemical Analysis Labs. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.